Welcome to Homeschool Musings. This is Mina, your host, where we dive into all things homeschool, curriculum, philosophy, poetry, daily reflections, and so much more. Thank you for joining us. Hello. You've reached Homeschool Musings. This is Mina, your host. We are at episode zero, and today I'd like to explain a little bit about my homeschooling journey and why I've started this podcast. You see, To me, homeschooling isn't about school at home or educating your children at home, though it is both of the above. Homeschooling is actually a lifestyle. Just like any lifestyle, there's certain points to it, but the incredible thing about homeschooling is that you get to be in the driver's seat of that lifestyle, whether it's a certain philosophy you follow or a way of life that you follow. You, as the parent, in choosing to homeschool your child, number one, are accepting the responsibility and the absolute gift that God has given you. You see, God knew and picked out you to be that perfect educator, parent for your child. He could have chosen anyone else, yet he chose you. And so in that, There's not anyone else who can do a better job but you. And if you lean on him and trust on him, he will lead you to the right curriculum choices, activities, and daily rhythms for your family to thrive in peace, love, and joy. Because at the end of the day, isn't that what we all want in life, especially in our family units? Now, sure, does strife happen from time to time? Of course, we're human. We're going to make mistakes always. But when we forgive each other and we practice forgiveness in the home, we are not only showing our children what it means to be human, but we're also showing them unconditional love that Jesus Christ shows to us. In my opinion, there's no greater way to really practice out one's faith when you have children than by choosing to homeschool. You see, I am far from the perfect Christian mother. I wasn't even saved when I actually had children. I didn't get saved until my children were, my youngest would have been in preschool and my oldest was in kindergarten. And right away, God just convicted my heart that I needed to pull him out of kindergarten and bring him home. And so I did. And did he see me in my hot mess that I was every day? Did my boys cry from me losing my patience? Often. But you know what they saw most of all? Me crying at the feet of my Savior. You know what they heard most of all? A lot, actually. Mommy, sorry. Do you forgive me? And in time, God changed me. And he's continuing to sanctify me just as he is all of us. And with that, my boys, do they learn their facts of homeschooling and all the things that they need to know? Yes, that's part of it. But they also get a greater experience by being able to learn how to walk out their faith. Now for me, my ultimate end goal in homeschooling is to raise God-fearing men. I only have two boys, so that is my end goal. I'm not raising pastors or missionaries. I just want to raise godly men that fear the Lord, 
and follow his commands with wherever he leads them. Now, your homeschooling end goal may be something different. It could be to raise a child towards a certain career choice. It could be to raise your children to just follow their joy in life wherever that leads. But this podcast really is to help you to be able to navigate as the parent, as the educator, as the everything to your children in life, to be able to make those decisions and those choices and to get clarity on what those goals are and how to act them out in your homeschooling. We all get overwhelmed as homeschool moms. Trust me. The number one thing I struggle with in my homeschool is teaching my children how to read. It's been a battle, honestly. And I have to just step away at times and say, okay, we're done. Lesson is done for the day. But it's not about being the perfect human or the perfect homeschooling mom or having the perfect homeschooling room. I mean, I homeschool in a small cabin off grid. So our kitchen table, our couch, that's about it. That's what we work with. And I'm very blessed to have land outside where my boys get to go and run wild and free in the jungle and play and do all of the things that little boys love to do. And when we go to relax, we live on the big island of Hawaii, so we're blessed to be able to go to the beach. And wherever you're at in the world, recognize God has given you all the tools necessary to start right where you're at with treating your homeschool not just as a segment, but as a lifestyle. That's one of the biggest problems with the way that our culture has really just impacted our generation. I'm from the millennial generation, if you couldn't guess already. And it's everything is segregated, right? You have your school, you have your career, you have your relationships, you have your friendships, you have your hobbies, you have your activities, you have your, you know, daily duties. It's like everything is in a small box. Well, that's just not life, right? I mean, let's face it. Think of the shapes that creation echoes to us, right? Everything almost starts from this spiral because life is always going around. So how can we box and compartmentalize everything? You look at the globe, it's a sphere, right? It's a circle. It's round. But yet when we build cities as man, we build them as boxes and rectangles and straight lines. Never in creation and nature do you see these boxy square patterns. I mean, sure, they can happen, but it's typically always flowing in a circle or flowing in an arch or a bow of some sort, because life is meant to be fluid. And so if there's one thing that I want you to take away on this podcast, and I hope you subscribe today to come on this journey with us, is to recognize your homeschool has the possibility to impact your children so greatly, huge ways. I was raised in the public education system, as were many people who choose to homeschool in this day and age. The one biggest thing I notice between the homeschoolers who were homeschooled themselves and the homeschoolers who were publicly educated is that second generation homeschoolers, they just don't seem to have as much of like a a worry because 
they were already raised in that relaxed environment of educating at home, where the homeschoolers who came from the educational system, we tend to get more nervous. We tend to want to check off those boxes and am I doing enough? Is this the right curriculum? Is this the right philosophy? I need to add on this. I need to add on this. And when we start to do that, we're compartmentalizing when really it's meant to be fluid. And so sometimes life is going to happen and you may get thrown off your track of your curriculum or your philosophy. For example, this last year, that's what happened in my life. My grandmother came out to visit me. She landed in the hospital with pneumonia and I was the only one here on the island of her family. So I got, you know, I was driving to town, which we're about an hour from town every single day for almost three months and spending hours at the hospital. And then when she got moved to the rehab center and so I, and this happened in January. So I had to throw up my hands and say, you know what, how am I going to move with this Lord? How are you going to direct me? You know, from used to spending the first three to four hours of our day, you know, in our homeschool and as just that burden wore on me, I wasn't able to keep up with our normal schedule. So about a month in, I just threw my hands up and I said, you know what? We're unschooling this semester. We're life schooling right now. And we would, you know, kind of play catch up here or there when those moments were available and cram in math and cram in our phonics and whatnot and have times where we would listen to stories and I would try to utilize our car rides to put on audio books and other things. And you know, sometimes that's just what happens and we got to roll with it. But that's the incredible thing about homeschooling is when something like that happens, it actually, it's not this added stress, you know, like I could imagine if my children were in school all day and I had to drop them off, pick them up, all these other things, you know, at the end of the day, there would have been no time for us to have together. And that's really, when you put your children in school, And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. You know, that's someone's choice. However, there's there's only so much time that we are given to be stewards over our children. Typically, you know, someone says 18 years, right? You have 18 years until your children are, you know, adults in the world. And that's such a short length of time, especially when you start to divide it up into you have about five years of, you know, that baby to toddler to then child, where it's like they're just soaking in, growing and learning all of these things in life. And then you have that kind of five to 10 or 11, right? Where it's the the questions. They're already, they know how to walk. They know how to talk. And then that's when all the questions come. They're starting to piece together the whys in life. And that's You know, often when we can make such an impact, that's the foundation of the year. Can you explain to a two-year-old certain things? If you can, I'd like to know because most two-year-olds, you know, they act only out of impulse, right? And only out of getting their desires met. But a five-year-old and a six-year-old and a seven-year-old, their minds are able to be just expanded in the most grandiose ways. You know, they they look at things with not just that brand new wonder of, oh, I wonder what this is, how a toddler would, seeing in the ocean for the first time or tasting ice cream for the first time. But a small child, they see things 
in a way of, okay, I've been introduced to this and now I wonder why it is the way it is. And I wonder what this came from. And that's when the education process really starts to take hold. And then as children grow from that stage, then they become kind of the adolescence, pre-adolescence, where they start to develop, okay, well, this is what I've been taught my whole life, but what do I really think about this? Why do I think this? Do I think this just because I'm told this? Or do I really feel this in my core? And so the biggest thing with homeschooling is what is your why? What's your end goal? You know, I shared with you my end goal of raising godly men. If I can do any one thing, I want to raise my boys to love Jesus so completely, not because I told them to, not because a church told them to, but because the law is written on their heart and their creator testifies to them that he wants them, that he loves them just as they are. And that if I can steward them and point them in that direction to where by the time they're teenagers, it's not their mother's faith, it's their own faith, I will have done a great job. And I will be so excited and so glad, regardless of anything else they know. And now for you, it might be something different. You know, it might be to to raise them on how to plant a garden. How many of us don't know how to survive? I know a homeschool mom where that's her goal. She says at the end of the day, I want my children to be able to grow their own food supply and to be able to survive off the land anywhere they are. And now are her boys educated with all these other things? They have tidbits, but they're extremely handy. They could, you know, I'm not even kidding. They could plant up a garden anywhere, anytime, sprout seeds and survive off of that land. So if there's anything I can leave you with today, It would be, think about that. Why are you homeschooling? What's the reason you're homeschooling? And it's okay if your why and your what looks different from mine. And so that's really what this podcast is going to be about. If you are looking for different philosophies or curriculum, or maybe you're just really unsure and unclear, you just are like me and you love talking about homeschooling as a lifestyle and you're always wanting to grow and learn more, follow along, subscribe today, and be sure to check out homeschoolmusings.com. I'll leave the link in the show notes below to check out some other great resources for you. So from my heart to yours, I just want to leave you with happy homeschooling.